Hello, Gabnaz. El Travis Torello. No. Welcome to We Are Live, mate. Oh, let me see that again. Let me see. All right. Leave it like that. Leave it like that. No. No. We want chess. Morning, everybody. It's Chris Demon, Travis Terrell. We are live. Thanks for tuning on YouTube, Facebook, whatever you're doing. Share it. Tell some people. Let's rock this out. Uh, Big day today. Travis Terrell. You've got your Blacks and Blues t-shirt on. Thanks to Jack, 10 feet behind us. Uh, we're at Midco Studio in Grand Center. It's comedy night tonight. We'll tell you more about that in a bit. First, let's say hi to Christopher Gardner. Good morning, gentlemen. What's that? What are you doing? Why aren't all your fingers used when you're waving? Because. That's how he says hello in a German bar. Like mm-hmm. Flopping. Why are your fingers flopping? Because I have floppy fingers, if you know what I mean, ladies. Mm. Let me just say good morning to the walnuts. There we go. Put the nuts in the wall. There you go. What's with the scarf all the time now, Travis? It's my thing. It's my look. The scarf. It's part of my brand. You know, that's a John Mosellock look. Cardinals president of baseball operations. Thank you. Maybe I can be a president of an operations one day. Is this where we just tell you that you can be to give you hope? Can I, though? No, you can't. Oh. No. For a variety of reasons. Yeah, I figured as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you are you jealous of the guy who uh, who talked to Jordan Bennington on the highway and then got to go oh, to man. a hockey game? Is that why you're wearing blacks and blues today? I just feel like it was awesome. Everybody <laughs> else seems to be going viral on accident, and when I try to go viral on purpose, yeah. uh-huh. it's not working. Man, I, I was like, man, blacks and blues, the whole city will get behind it. Uh, no, and then like I don't get it. But this Negro jump out of his car <laughs> on Hampton, it's forty. Bennington called it 64. I'm like, bro, Ugh, come bro, on. Bro, up Canadian. You're not from here. <laughs> Don't you go over to Gravois? <laughs> yeah. Loser. Idiot. Mm-hmm. So you seem a little jealous. I'm a little bit perturbed. Jealous is another word I would sure. use. Mm-hmm. Good for that young man. Good for Tony X. Oh, boy. I'm noticing a trend here. Uh-huh. I'm guessing you hate Jamal Mayers. Grant Fuhrer just didn't do it for you. Fred Brathwaite. You're glad Ryan Reeves got traded. I just think it's fascinating that as an international screenwriter, a former Brooklynite, um, former a, per- now. a purveyor of New York. See, I thought you were. I thought you were vacationing in St. Louis as a Brooklynite. This is like this is technically my fellowship. Like Medicals Media is my fellowship. Oh, but my home and where I have resided. In spirit, for many years, is in New York. Many years? Many years. Many years. And when did you first go there and visit it physically? In a physical sense? Physical Because sense. it's never left me. Yeah. But in the physical sense, this year. Oh. Only because my spirit levels were low, and they needed to be recharged, mm. and they were in my native town of New York. Native? Native town. You were born there? Spiritually, I was. Spiritually? I born. just know it. I just know, like, my, my spirit arrived in New York. <laughs> it was like, baby, where you been? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. I was wrong, and I just can't live without you. And that's how I felt about New York. And that's how New York felt about me. I think that's accurate. Mm-hmm. I can't really argue that. So I miss you. I miss you, NYC. Mm-hmm. Is it dead? No, that's Put that back in the pocket. All right. You did that to Bobby Caldwell, I I believe, too. And that was not right. The Caldwell estate reached out. They were upset? Not happy. What'd they say to you? Well, they said technically he doesn't have an estate because he's he's still alive, so he hasn't really established one yet. It was just his manager, and I was like, hey, chill out. Okay. My bad. All right. I get carried away. That's on you. I'm happy to see you guys this morning, though. Why? Because there's always a, there's motivation. It's sixty degrees. It's almost sixty degrees. And he out. found some kind of government grant that if he takes a picture with two schlubby white guys, he gets money for writing or something. There's just, always a motivation. 
just happy to see you guys. Mm. I don't have the social medias anymore. So uh, when I see you guys, I feel like, oh, they're going to keep me up to date. What's going on in the know? You guys have your finger on the pulse of pop culture. Yeah. So I, I just love coming in and hearing what's been going on in the world. Mm. Oh. You've paid no attention at all. I, I know nothing. You know, I walk amongst my people. I told you about that human connection. Yeah. I've been trying oh, to. Oh, there was a. It's almost a human connection on the bus yesterday. Oh, boy. Please tell us. Oh, we'll start the show well, off with bus stories. There he is. Yeah. All right. Let me get settled yeah. here because uh, uh, you better believe I want to hear all about this. And this is all right. This okay. is why you can see us uh, hanging out at Sophie's tonight. It's be all because of content like this. Uh-huh. We get to provide stand-up comedy free each week. And here's the cool thing about Gartner. He doesn't need to write material. His life is material. So oh. you can just get on stage and just tell people what you did between the hours of 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. I should do a bus blog. Is this Ooh. what it's like just being clear and sober all the time? Like, is this happening it does. to us it's, and we just don't realize and it? And it does. Crazy. Look, I'm not going to lie. It looks mildly happy. What? Your, your life currently looks fairly satisfied. I mean, I'm okay. <laughs> Maybe I just <laughs> missed be it. Better. But it, seems, it seems to me you guys haven't spent a lot of time talking about this coming Sunday's Grey Cup. Who you got, writers or tie cats? Oh. Yale Hollander. Mm. Rough Riders? Got to. Is there two Rough Riders in the CFL? Is also, what, what a way to pay homage. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, yeah, what a pay, way oh. to pay homage to the American president. Blue Bomber. Oh, he means Blue Bombers or Ticats. Oh. oh, Blue Bombers. <laughs> so okay. it's not the Rough Riders. Okay. Uh, I'll go Blue Bombers. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, I, I got distracted. I, I saw Grey Cup so, and got excited. But I, I, I get more excited when I hear about bus stories. Please, go um, on. And yes, you should do a bus blog. I really wish you would. Live blog it? Consider yeah. it. Um, so I left the office for a moment yesterday and came back down to finish up work before I walked over to the Billikens game last night. Sat by Frank again. Hey, Kusamato. Use the press pass that states Red Panda Fan Club yes, is correct. your media organization. Correct. Fascinating. <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, so I, um, on my way back down, because I ran home, because I didn't have hot water yesterday morning. Okay. So I did like a, you know, just a Irish shower. Uh, pop, 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 pop. Yeah. And out the door again. So then I went home just to shower completely. Okay. Because the hot water got fixed. And on my way back, the bus was a How little... do you shower? Me? Yeah. Water's hitting you. You up here. Are you... I've told you about I have processes, correct? Are correct. Sure That's want... why. Are you want no, this? No, do no, you no. Let's want get this? to the story. I want it's the story. Like, <laughs> I came here Travis, for the story. Travis, it starts here. It's like. Dun-dun. Oh, I know. And then he has a reasoning behind it, too. He's like, Merle Haggard's birthday was in 89, and I got it twisted 89 times. Well, I pat my right shoulder and my left, and then my here, and then it's... uh, There's no more counting. I used to count. Oh, oh God. I've gotten rid of some of that. All right, we'll we'll jump back to the bus story. So you shower. Okay, so uh, the bus is a little crowded at this time. And I'm going in this, this guy and this lady get on. And yeah, they, do. they sit behind me, and I could smell that they've, I know what it smells like. Uh, they've, had a, they've had fun during the day. A little matinee drinking. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. My kind uh, of party. So like they're fine, like but they're like fine. Gross. And then they start having a conversation behind me, and it's getting a little sexual in nature. And she starts talking about toss, sexual? tossing salad. Oh, no. And... Uh, I'm just like factually or like as a, as and then a, she a says, thing. and he's like, oh, I do it. And then she's like, and I, w- I won't say what she said, but she's like, that's what F's do in a derogatory term mm. for, for gay people. Oh, wow. And so I'm just saying, I'm like, what is going oh, on no. here? And then I, so I kind of zoned out for a little oh, bit. Oh, no. And as I come out of my zone, I hear they're having a little disagreement and he, he said, if I'd known you were going to be like this, I just would have stayed home and jerked off all day. And oh. so I'm like, oh, this is going interesting. So I'm just oh. kind of eavesdropping a little My. bit. What time in the morning but, is this? No, this is in the afternoon. Oh, good. All right. Whew. And uh, now this guy gets on the bus. Maybe he, he had gotten on like a stop before them. But a bigger fella, sweatshirt, sweatpants. And he was, he was, he was big. And so he was going to sit up front, like where, you know, normally a handicap is. Okay. And a lady was already sitting there, and he just kind of was going to sit next to her. And he's like, mind if I sit here? And she didn't kind of move at first. 
And then uh, he just plopped down and like rubs on her. It's like, can you scoot over a little bit? And then so I'm watching this interaction. Oh, fascinating. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. They seem to be okay, but the guy seemed a little creepy. And he was oh, no. because uh, this lady had gotten off eventually. And a girl. Wait, on the bus she did? Not like that. Oh, she left the bus. Got it. But uh, I understand, though, with what was the conversation going on behind Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Um, the tossing and whatnot. So this uh, girl gets on the bus, and she's younger, and she's probably 14, 15, I'm guessing. Okay. And she sits down next to this guy, and he just goes oh, right no. away, how old are you? Mm-mm. Oh, no. And I, I looked over, oh, and, no. I, and then I looked around at other people to see how they reacted, and I saw, like, two or three other people also looking at the guy. Like, excuse me? So it was kind of like, all right, if this continues, someone's going to have to say something. We don't know who it's going to be, but, but someone's going to, and I didn't want to be the person that have to have to do this. It was and, almost as if you all spiritually conversed and yes, said, okay. it's going to come to a point, and one of us is going to have to do it, but one of right. us is going and, to have to do it. Actually... I thought that my move probably wouldn't have been to say anything to the guy. Okay. But it would have been to say to the girl, would you like to change seats? No, that's a good move. So that that's I avoid good him. Good, boy, good play. Good and play. Then I just, like the way you thought this out, Gardner. And then just sit next to him and be like, mm-mm. I see you. And I, I like that, Gardner. Was gonna ha- like, sure. I'm not going to fight or anything on a bu- Now, that would have been a story. Uh, Maybe we'll get there been. someday. I see you go to go Greek style. And then, and then you get arrested because it's going to be a great story. He get butt naked. When I get my ass kicked on the bus one day it's going to be such a great story be what I think good for content over the top exactly um so like i think that would have been my move that's what i was thinking or this is all happening pretty quick right um and then he just kind of looks at her still and she doesn't say anything to him and he goes how old are you and then it was kind of like all right do we Uh-oh, go what we do we do now and Uh-oh. so it's kind of time ordinary defcon one and the conversation that was going on behind me the lady uh-oh like I said, she had enough in her, and she goes, she just yells at the guy. And so I'm glad it was this lady. So it was the lady who was wild and earlier yeah. now comes to the Behind rescue. Me. What does so she say? So I'm in between. She goes, she goes, what you doing talking to her? Leave her alone. He, and he's like, I ain't talking to you. He, and she goes, stop being a pedophile. Oh, wow. Oh, oh like, no, no. And I was like. As subtle yep. as a Tyler Perry script. Oh, I'm like, this is. It yep. is on. I'm oh, go- wow. I, I'm so she glad. didn't say stop being a creep. Nope. Stop being a weirdo. She went to the very technical term, yeah. pedophile. Yeah. Oh, my. And so he's just getting upset a little bit. Oh, and, boy. What and, is this? This show and, has really picked up. Just, what a plot twist. She just goes in and keeps yelling at him. Oh. And so, like, I'm in the middle of these two. Oh. Oh, and all I can do is smirk. Oh, this I'm just is outstanding. They're smirking because I'm like, well, then the poor girl's still sitting. Yeah, there. but she got up and just went to the other. So she went back. And okay, then, so it was fine. She was out of the way. Because she probably may have been feeling that same energy. No, but yeah, 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 yeah. Being yeah, yeah. a young girl, she's probably like, okay, I don't want to maybe upset him or cause a scene. Right. Like, so she was maybe kind of hoping someone did what you what yeah. she did. You just you just don't chat everyone up. Right. On the bus. Right. Next to right. You just come on. Be decent here. Um, but I'm glad that it was this lady because she obviously, she was not holding back. Right. So she it, she had enough to drink to where it didn't bother she didn't her. She was just going, going in. in. So this was perfect, actually. Right. So you're getting a little bit of deals. You're helping the girl and you're getting your good dose of entertainment. Right. And then she just, and he's like, I ain't talking. Just leave me. And then uh, she's like, well, then just stop acting like a pedo. Oh. Stop acting like a pedo. Oh, man. I haven't heard pedo since the mid-90s. And then... uh. Eventually, it just kind of dies down, and like she just wanted to keep antagonizing oh this my. guy at a point because he's like, he asked the bus driver, "Hey, can I get a free transfer?" And she goes, "Oh hell no! You can pay a dollar for this one," and holds one up. Oh, so now she's trying to sell the same man yeah, she just called a pedophile. He's like a she, transfer. Yeah, she's <clears> like, <throat> "You're like, you're not getting this for free. You're not, you're not doing this." And uh, oh he's like, "Just uh, whatever." And then he made the mistake. Because she's with a gentleman, remember? Right. Gentleman's not saying anything. Oh, He's no. letting her do her thing. Oh, no. Please don't tell me he responded with. What did he respond with? What do you think he responded with? I would imagine, just from my time being around similar experiences, he said something along the lines of, bitch, shut up. No, oh. he didn't. He told the man, 
to make sure his woman stays Oh, in her no, lane. that's even worse. And I was like, have you heard what she's been saying to you? Oh, my. In my mind. And you just said that. Like, this I just like, like, I think I audibly gasped because I was like, no, 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 no. Here's, here's where I felt bad. And this guy could have just stayed home and jerked off. Yeah, I know. One guy. Been an issue that guy just started laughing. And he's like, you think I'm going to tell her what to do? And then I started chuckling. How, how old were the fellas? Uh, the the one guy who was the creep was probably in his mid-50s. Pedo. Uh, definitely yeah. pedo. Um, and the other guy probably early 40s, mid-40s. Yeah, definitely deadbeat. Yeah. <laughs> So the problem was like I don't know how it all concluded, because it was my next stop coming up, but it uh. had died down just a little bit. So I felt I felt bad in a way, because I pulled the, the little uh, not the chain. On an extra stop. That's the Got I pulled the, the wire. And the weather was. And nice. I didn't want. Here's the thing. I didn't want them to think I was you know white boys getting off because he can't handle this right. going on. I honestly would have liked to stayed on oh, to I see what you. had happened. I got you. But it was my stop it coming was your up. Stop! You did have to go to work. And so I've, I'm getting off the bus. I'm like, man, I feel like, man, I felt like kind of soft. Like they thought I was soft just because I didn't stay, stay on, on the on, bus. You like you didn't stay in the kitchen. Oh, you can't handle you this. You couldn't handle the heat. And so that bothered me a little bit. Okay. But it was fine. I had a cigarette and everything was good. <laughs> um, but no, that's what happened on the bus yesterday nice. it's a hell of a ride and that's all in a span of 10 minutes yeah that was probably less that what happened there particularly was less than 10 minutes that i mean you talk about content that's a that's a that's a that's five that was a, a five minute period probably cold open and the first uh section of a of a sitcom he's very <sighs> true it's very true so that's see hey this just hit me again this we just bring the John Larroquette show back like we had talked about, oh, bus station in oh, St. Boy. Louis, and we have these bus stories to do it with. Okay. We've got it. Yeah. I think you figured it all out. We just all have to take the bus from now on so that we can get content and write a show and have John Larroquette star in it. Do you? Oh, well, you, well, it's funny because I know a bus driver. I, that's weird. You know, I'm a mad bus driver. I know a mad bus driver. Are you telling me we're ready to Something's, pitch this? Oh, so okay. So something's happening here. There we go. Yeah, you this sat up here uh, the entire time. Your ass was, hey, now you want to be executive producer, don't you? I, uh, I'll let you have the executive producer credit. There you go, man. You happy? There you go. You're welcome. Shit. I'm gonna have to eat some. I'm gonna eat some uh, yeah. bus driving crow. You're gonna this. eat some bus driving crow, but where are you gonna eat it? You when eat you it in the Hamptons. Said, yes. Yes. When you just said, "I'll let you have the executive producer I'll let you have it. Chris's reaction was this. Oh. He had to do a long look oh. away. <laughs> there was so much going on in that. Because we're riding on the bus. No, riding you ain't doing no, no, man. You just a silent partner. You just sit in the back. You just reap oh, the rewards. It's that kind of producer because, thing? Yeah, it's one of those. I'm a producer. Like, yeah. like, here's your mailbox check. Exactly. Leave us alone. Exactly. Creatively. Yeah, okay. yeah. And that's all you want anyway. You don't want anything to do with it. I'd, I'd really just kind of like solitude. <laughs> Maybe a cabin in Wyoming. See? Next to Kanye. Oh, that's not fortress. getting weird. Kanye's in Wyoming? He's trying to he's build a fortress. He's, uh, amphitheater. In Wyoming? In Wyoming. You know, he's kind of relocated there. It's, uh, that's kind of his uh, did you getaway see? place. It's New Calabasas. Did you see? Uh, that's where a lot of white folk go. Exactly. That's why he's there. Wild Wild Country on Netflix? I've seen, I haven't seen all of it. Okay. Well, it's essentially. The uh, Kanye West story? Well, I'm He's just. that it would guy? Be a, it, no, be true. Yeah. He'll turn into that guy. But it's, it's the same thing. Can you imagine being some farmer with a, <laughs> I don't know, a, a three-bedroom ranch home that you got given down to you from your parents or whatever else, and it's just been quiet, and you just kind of basically take care of cows on this land, and then all of a sudden you have the Kanye West experience moving into. 2,000 acres next to you? That would be... He could take over a town. Are they trying to do a reality show? Yeah. Is that what's going on? Is this Kim's new idea? I don't know. With Kanye, sometimes yeah, I don't... I don't. I feel like everything is publicity to him. I think like this every blink, every breath, every bite of food he eats is just nothing but a publicity stunt. I, I, this guy... I mean, look, it works. It's, I mean, it, hey, it's a, when you're a celebrity, you're a brand, okay? But it's just... I don't know. He's in a whole nother stratosphere right now. I, I, I hope he's okay. 
That's all I can say. Mm. I hope he's doing okay. You could argue he's not. It, you can it, make it, a legitimate. Uh, well, argument. I'm not a yeah. I'm not a doctor, so I can't sit up here and, and like just from looking has at that TV. Stopped you before? No, it has not. I'm just doing my best trying you to be a reasonable gardener. I'm just trying something right. new. It feels right. weird. Just trying on these reasonable jeans. How did it sound? Reasonable. Okay. Okay. There it is. You know what else is reasonable? And Gateway phony. powder coating. <laughs> Gateway powder coating is not phony, but they are reasonable. Gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. If you've got uh, furniture, maybe you want Kanye to stop by, enjoy your patio. Needs to look good, doesn't it? Damn right. Yeah, Gateway Powder Coating. Gatewaypowdercoat.com for the number one, number one resource for powder coating in the Midwest. Happy Thursday, everybody, from Gateway Powder Coating. <sighs> so congrats on the great bus story, Gardner. Thank you. Uh, we have... Great uh, ride. What's that? It was a great ride. I, I don't know why I'm doing this, and I... Essentially, I'm just going to like swallow a grenade here. Oh, boy. I like the way those sentences started. Maybe I could put a time limit on it in 30 seconds or less. Can you guys catch me up what's happen- what, what that's uh, happening with your President Donnie? The cancelment inquiry. Mm. <sighs> Yesterday, some... I, I'm genuinely confused as to progress, uh, actions being taken. Because everybody, everything that gets thrown out there online, Travis, I know you're not part of the... Uh, Twitterverse right now, but everything's like, there's the death blow, and then they just come back for another day. What's going on? Yeah, I think uh, yesterday everybody wanted to uh, declare that Sondland's testimony was the uh, John Dean moment. Who's Sondland? Uh, Sondland is the EU ambassador. Okay. Um, now, when I say John Dean, of course, the, the moment, I believe he was the counsel for Nixon, and he got in front of Congress and was like, yeah. Yeah, I was absolutely instructed by the President of the United States to do A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so directly connecting the president to potential crimes. Uh, so yesterday, I want to be clear, so I don't want to, because my paraphrasing when it comes to this entire you story do. can kind of get away from me. He just said there was a quid pro quo, and it was on the direction of the president. Yeah, Scotland said that there was a clear demand from the president for Ukraine yeah. to announce an investigation into the dealings of former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter in exchange for a White House meeting between Trump and Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. And according to Sondland, a number of officials, including the Secretary of State, Trump's personal attorney Rudy Giuliani, pressured Ukraine to investigate, investigate Democrats because the president directed us to do so. That's what he said in his opening statements. So he's connecting the dots. He's saying that I can say that I felt pressured from these entities to pursue this Ukraine investigation, get them to announce investigations in return for the president releasing the $430 plus million Congress had allocated for foreign aid. Mm. So that's your quid pro quo. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's where we stand when, right when now. Does it, when does Travis start screaming? No, there's no screaming involved. I, I think to your point though, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what a death blow is no, but because it, but that's all you see. And I'm just like, at the end of what? the day, I think one reality that even his detractors reached a long time ago, they don't have the math. So, mm-hmm. so it's not a matter of removing the president. I think. He will be impeached. He will be impeached. Yes, that's uh, clear now. But that's very clear that they're going to move forward. It will be a Senate trial. However, now impeached, people confused with like that means it doesn't mean you're out. Yeah, it doesn't that mean you're out. That means, means there's, there's a, a trial a setting, or, and I believe the chief justice uh, presides over the proceedings. Uh, you present it like a legal case, from what I understand it, and you vote whether or not, based on the evidence that's all been presented whether or not to remove the president of the United States Mm -hmm. from office. And obviously, the Republicans control the Senate. Therefore, the likelihood of the Democrats all one voting to remove them and flipping, I think, five, potentially six votes, five votes at least, insurmountable, especially going into an election Which is why, like, this is how it happened with Watergate is, you try not to get to that point, and you just have to, hey, you right. got to just resign. Now, if the goal for the Democrats is to remove Donald Trump, which is still, I'm not sure if it is, but if it is, to Gardner's point, you're right. You got to make this so, so much pressure 
where it just is too embarrassing for Republicans, where they then lean on this White House. Because they know say, they have to go on record. Yeah, but at this but point... it shouldn't be about being embarrassed. It should be about what's that's legal. Fair. Right, that's but very I don't... Point. I, I, you are correct. <laughs> you are correct. You are correct, but you are also I talking mean about America. Everyone, no, right? absolutely, but yeah. this is American politics, and American politics uh, doesn't behave. Our judicial system doesn't even behave Speaking in the proper manner. That's a very reasonable politics. point, Chris. It's my goddamn middle name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what the, reasonable. That's what the R's for up it's here. It's uh, reasonable. Re- Christopher Christopher. Ra- reasonable Denman. <laughs> Not Ryan. So I uh, yeah, I it think also, I don't I don't I don't think we're going to uh, yeah, we're going to get to the Senate trial, but I I don't see a situation right now that would suggest that four to five Senate Republicans would flip. On this president, hmm. but again, I ain't inside the bill. Well, so did you watch that on I, Mad I Al last I, night? No, I didn't watch it on anything. I that this is just my assessment, personal assessment based on what I've seen. Did you watch it on Hardball? I did not. Chris Cuomo, and, and I've kind of avoided that Lemon? for that reason. One of the reasons I wanted to kind of leave because I did want to. I, I kind of say Sam Lyons look like. What's that? What'd you say Sam Lyons look like? Uh. Don Lemon, Don Lemon side chick. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Lyons will be in at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Ah, damn it! <sighs> kick my ass. But no, I just I don't know. Um, I don't I don't know what else could come out that would convince even the most moderate of Republicans. Now we did see Ken Starr of all people surprisingly say this. This was a big bl- right, and so again, take that with a grain of salt, Mister Monica Lewinsky slash Baylor. Yeah. He was a part of the Baylor situation a few years ago. Let's just say who that. Who did the Star Report? Uh, or when was the Star Report out? Like, the, am I thinking that 90, wasn't? That was the 99, You're of the free report. No. <laughs> the Star Report was available on PDF on the internet. Yeah, right? you can get that. I, I, I want to say. Like, kids would go to where you would hear things and you yeah. see the things the president allegedly had said. I and guess, yeah. It was like. like Ken Starr wrote that. 66 and, page thing or longer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was so I like it. Huh? Was it erotic? I don't remember. I do remember people downloading it, okay. though, because it was, you know, 56K dial-up would have been blazing <laughs> fast at that time. So, yeah. Who's got the now, AOL CD? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, this could get interesting if the courts ultimately force enforce some additional subpoenas of higher-up officials. Now, that's where I think things will get, as I've said before, a spice and meat to ball mm-hmm. because you guys have, like, the president's acting chief of staff and uh, potentially Secretary of State Pompeo having and, to go under oath in front of Democrats. And there's no to, way that they, if they don't testify, it obviously will be obstruction. It'll now. be obstruction because so they have another Because they've to been connected for, already. Yes. So now that they've been connected, there's no reason for them right. not to testify. Right. And... It just adds another one to it if it doesn't happen. So I, I don't see how the courts don't I enforce don't, the subpoena. Don't, they're enforce yeah, it now. They're, they're gonna, and it's I mean, very it's just, likely that they will. There's so much there now that it's just like, but we already knew all this. Really. Yeah, and what Trump <laughs> will naturally do, he will try to appeal as long as he can to prolong the impeachment inquiry and the impeachment process because he knows the longer it also goes, the more tiring he becomes for the American public and they lose interest and therefore the Democrats start to lose momentum of their own. So that's kind of where we are in regards to strategy. The Democrats feel that the judge will ultimately rule forcing some of these guys like Pompeo and Mulvaney to testify. The big dogs almost directly connected to the pressure on Ukraine Mm -hmm. and Donald Trump just hoping I can delay, 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 delay long enough to the point where either somebody tries to find dirt on the whistleblower to create a new narrative or just stretch this thing long enough just so the American people can get tired of it. Right now, they're in a, 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 and just based on recent polling, America's still like, let's hear just a little bit more. And I think, I think they will hang on and listen a little bit longer. Gardner, Mm -hmm. one sentence. What's the conclusion of all this? Mm, Chaos. There it is. (laughs) He's right. It that's, did, that's, yesterday did provide it, yeah. quite a photo. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. This is oh Gordon my. Sondland. Look at that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mm. no, that's not Gordon Sondland. That's Gordy Sondland. <laughs> did I tell you that Donald Trump fought it, too? Because he did. What, so what's Joseph Gordon-Levitt doing there in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Looking like he just walked off the set mm-hmm. of... of uh, Damn it. What's the, what's the quirkity he did with, uh, with the girl? Oh, hey. 
What's that movie? Hey, 500 man. Days of Summer. Don't be an ass. He just walked off the set of 500 Steve's Days Steve's looking for his notebook, but when he gets down there, he's going to smell something. Oh, gosh. I didn't see that guy down there. That's a really? bald head. I huh. like, I like uh, it's just a... <laughs> I love the new narrative. The guy who gave uh, almost... What was, what was the dollar amount he gave to the Donald Trump? One million? About close to one, min- one million, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love that he was like, well, he saw and worked with Democrats. Gave a million dollar to a man's inauguration campaign. <laughs> what he's now a Democrat? I saw now? somebody tweet yesterday that like because one of the questions like Mr. Solomon, do you know what a uh, or Ambassador Solomon, do you know what a quid pro quo is? And they're like, this is the person that, and then person who donated one million dollars to Trump campaign to get ambassadorship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I was like, is, that ah. what that, is that what that naughty face was about? Is yeah, he was like, Quinn pro quo. pro quo. How do you think I got this motherfucking yeah. job? He's like, Trump actually made me get it tattooed on my wrist. Oh. I, now, I, that's a great. Now, was that a tweet? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's I really can't fucking brilliant. It. It that's was, really it good. It was funny, though. That's really that's It really broke good. it down very simply. That was, it was like, that, 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 in a nutshell, you're exactly right, Gardner. You really did. Really he was nice. like, well, there was no quid pro quo, says the guy who got a job from a quid pro quo. Like, it's almost too obvious. Yeah, he sometimes. understands what it is. And he said yes, and then he said there was one. Ugh. So I under- yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Hmm. It made me think uh, of a picture uh, in a different way. I saw a picture recently at the Billikens game in Chaffetz Arena. Uh-huh. Travis, I believe I've shown this to you. Um, yes, you did. And I don't know why. Let Chris. I want Chris's <laughs> thoughts on this. I don't know why. I just it. look at the photo. Just and it's nothing in particular, but just okay. look at it. Here's the photo. It's a and photo it, that's in one of the media areas. It's of this lunatics. Their student section. It's lunatics. The Slunatics. Have I ever heard that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I have. Really? I don't think I've ever heard of it either. Slunatics? Slunatics. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That yeah. is good. <laughs> so here's the student section. And I was looking at this, and I don't know why, but I just was staring at it for a minute, and then something caught my eye, Can we? Can and we? I just started laughing. Hmm. And if you look at the photo number one. Chris, you see it? What do you notice? Chris, you see it? Think of a think. lot of redheaded people. Okay. Um, there's a face in the top right that I can't make out. Okay. Uh, like a you know a fat head yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's Dr. Shafitz actually. Uh-huh. Okay. Likes to sit courts. I mean, okay. There, it's all right. I mean, so I ninety-nine percent Caucasian. Yeah. Uh. It it is basically ninety-nine percent Caucasian. That's a that's a good percentage to guess at because as I was staring at this photo. I'm going to zoom in. Mm-hmm. I started to notice mm-hmm. in the middle of the photo, mm-hmm. there's only one mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. there aren't people around him. Mm-hmm. And he's oh, the only hilarious. one there <laughs> in all of the photo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this guy? Who is this gentleman? Whose dad is this? Why is he sitting there? Why is no one around him? And why is every other person literally white around so him. what happened somebody sold him a student section ticket and they was like man fuck it it's uh who, who were the slew playing that night bemidji state yeah it was played anything. high point last right night. yeah so they probably were like man ain't nobody gonna give you a hassle you ain't got a student id whatever just go ahead and sit amongst the students yeah. and boom he is sitting amongst the students. I love now that, that redhead behind him, kind of judging the fuck out of him. Yeah, she's staring down at everybody else, like it's all good, she's like, and no big deal, fur? right? She's like, "Ooh, <laughs> he do got a nice head, though." Hmm. But it just, it just caught my eye because I'm like looking at the photo. I'm like, "Man, that is white," and I'm like, "Who's that?" Hey, you know like, what makes it even hilarious. even more whiter? That girl's shirt, slew water polo. <laughs> hmm. There's a lot going on There's here. There's a lot of whiteness going on. You got a lot of kids who you know are underage or drinking beer. No, you can't tell me that guy. And he's wearing a North Face, of course. Right there, lower screen. Yeah. Uh, who are you, gentleman? Mm-hmm. Why are you sitting there? Where do you, look at the face, too. Look at the face. Stoic. Looking up off into the distance. But that's a man that lives life. Because who goes to a slew basketball? What day was this? Like on a Tuesday? How do you know he well, wasn't this, there this with photo, his kids and they're just grabbing popcorn? Yeah, I don't know Good when point. this photo was Good taken. Point. Good point. This is actually a photo that's hanging on a wall. Oh, okay. In the media area. Okay. So that's the part of it. Well, but good for him. Good for him, it's man. pretty funny. That's hilarious. I noticed it and 
was like, there it is. Mm. In its full form. Mm. I kind of want to get it framed now. That is pretty beautiful. <laughs> we like should get it for the office. Let's get it for the office. I want to get like Somebody's going to come in and be like, why do you have this photo of yeah. my uncle? <laughs> Can I talk to him? I need to know the oral history of this <laughs> game and how he ended up with this seat. Yeah. I mean, um, that'll happen. Have you ever been, uh, you ever had the, uh, the okie doke by a scalper? I have. Not okie doke, but I did buy some I have not. tickets. Uh, I had a similar. I don't know if that was the situation, but I did buy student tickets by accident. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're in between somebody with a tuba right. and their shirt off. Like I mean, what, what Mizzou did, though, they did allow me to exchange it for some other tickets. So they were just like, oh, oh yes, I got bought student tickets. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll just give you another set of tickets for a similar value and deal the that deal. Was and I was that. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I've scalped before, but I've never had... You haven't gotten the okey-doke? I've no. never gotten the okey-doke. I've never gotten... Knock on wood, but I've never gotten the I remember when I used to do Cardinal game scalping. Um, like, I think the key... One of the keys I would tell people is always keep your money separated. Because if you're going to pull out, like, a that 20... Much about the money, yeah. Say, I need a, a ticket, and I'm only willing to spend 20 bucks. You keep the money that you're only willing to spend separate from the rest of it, so you... Because then you don't need to be... Flipping through flipping money, money right. in front of people in public, yeah, people walking just by. Like, well, or you could just say, this is what I got, this is what I'm willing to spend, I can't go past this, and then I think it helps you some. Mm. But, yeah, never keep that money together. And once you get in, you don't know where you're going to end up anyway. If you know how to sneak by the ushers properly, you just end up down below. Just look them in the eye and look confident. Yeah, that's one way. We used to run a distraction move. It's easy, at Old Bush, it used to be easier. Old Bush was fun. Old Bush was very easy. It was a lot of fun. You're right. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I just had to get one person down. Yeah. And if you got one person down, they could run distraction on someone, and the yeah. other, the rest of the group could yeah. get by. Yeah. Did you guys? Uh, did you ever pull the thing at the Old Bush um, where <laughs> you have to look old enough? You can't be like baby faced fourteen. But I'm thinking I was like seventeen or eighteen. Grabbed the uh, empty souvenir cup that you found and go up uh, to the beer line and go take another one of these I, no I, I my friends did it but i was i was too scary to do it That's i was nice too scary move. to do it but that is, i I've, I've seen my friends do that move and i just I been hear like, it worked oh my oh boy mm. i miss those you know i would love and to I see like a, we got asked to stop screaming obscenities at the opposing team yeah on an as august a, summer day as a kid i learned quickly heckling like we now when we heckled, like we would uh, was mean. We weren't mean. We were just smart asses about it. Like we weren't we weren't trying to like we weren't saying things vulgar. We were just trying to you know what stupid twelve year olds say oh, without okay. getting yeah. caught. Were different. you with your parents? No. Like I said, we used to play oh, we used yeah. to um My dad would I, I would never huckle in front we, of We we I went to we went to school not far from here, a lot of the junior high I went to was literally about a couple blocks from here and we would uh, catch the bus mm-hmm. uh, if like we had a half day, yeah. Uh, and we would go to if and the Cardinals the had a that day took game. You out to Parkway. No, that's oh, a whole other story. Different one. Yeah, but when we when I was younger, we would go to the day games if we had a half day, and they fell on the same day. And our parents at that time were like, "All right, we trust you enough." Mm-hmm. And so we would go to Cardinals games in the middle of the day during the week. Yeah, and, Michael, was, and we would go, like I said, there wouldn't be a ton of people there, so we would do would what you, you suggested, like we would maneuver over innings down behind the dugout. Who? Oh, no. I'm good. Oh, no. Maneuver, where the hell you been? I'm tired. Oh, what you tired of, baby girl? What you? School. School. School Days. just started a couple of months. How's it going in school, Maneuver? Days are short. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you sound like you're, you're going through some uh, something emotional. Is everything okay? What's up with that shirt? Oh, come on. It's Blacks and Blues. Don't you want to be a part of the Blacks and Blues? You're black. Blacks and who? Blacks and Blues. The St. Louis Blues. The Stanley Cup champions. Don't you like hockey? B.B. King looking motherfucker. Okay. Okay, Maneuver. I tried to give you a chance. Bye. All right. Thank, thank you, Maneuver. That was so much. As soon as you said it. It was like Gardner and I, like, oh yeah, that's a thing. We made eye contact. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> and I just sit back and I resign to the fact of what was about to occur. And right. that, what am I supposed to do? Fuck you. Oh, thank you. Huh? Thank you, maneuver. Uh, tonight, Sophie's thirty-two twenty-four locus. <laughs> that's a thing. Dot Zach Building. That's our building. Check it out. Oh. We're doing comedy tonight, six o'clock kickoff. Special start at four. Our friend Molly Ambergy. 
is going to open up the show. We've got Brian Valencia coming in from out of town. And Charlie Winfrey, he's a headliner, and uh, he's closing it out. Chris. Jack Daniels specials, Schlafly specials. Join us. It's going to be a blast. It's free. Sophie's Not Jim, not John, but Jack. Mm. Is that how you're doing that now? Yeah, that's the thing. That's my thing now. Mm. Guys, I we talked about this before. We've had several conversations so far this year about this particular item. It was part of Target Practice Live. Popeyes <laughs> continues. It's still going on. This, it continues to change the game. Now, it became a social media phenomenon, but I did not think it was going to motivate social justice. Mm. <laughs> because your friends over at Chick-fil-A may be feeling some heat, feeling some pressure from another competitor, will no longer donate to anti-LGBTQ organizations. Chick-fil-A is making major changes to its charitable foundation, ending donations to two organizations that have been criticized for being anti-LGBTQ. The fast food chain announced Monday that at the beginning next year, it will only donate to a certain group of charities. That list no longer includes the Salvation Army and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Both organizations have taken controversial stands on homosexuality and same-sex marriage. Hmm. I'll be honest with you. I did not know that. I didn't know Salvation Army and FCA had taken those approaches. Oh, you, well, you weren't aware of that. I have donated. Salvation Army to the is a church. I mean, yeah, I've donated FCA. to Salvation Army and in Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Our brother was a part of that in high school. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. FCA uh, feels like it would be like that would be something that uh, Adam Devine's character on The Righteous Gemstones would head up. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, man, we hate gay dudes. Oh, hey. <laughs> In 2018, the Chick-fil-A Foundation donated $1.6 million to the FCA yeah. and $115,000 to the Salvation Army. The FCA writes in its employee application that neither homosexual sex outside of marriage nor any homosexual act constitute an alternative lifestyle acceptable to God. It also states on its website that marriage is exclusively the union of one man and one woman. FCA did not respond to CNN business requests for comment. This is interesting. I didn't realize FCA had taken that approach. I I was not aware of this. Now, the Salvation Army has said in the past that the Bible forbids sexual intimacy between (laughs) members of the same sex, that gay Christians should embrace celibacy, and that scripture does not support same-sex marriages, according to Snopes. However, the Salvation Army said that services are available to all people, and the organization strongly refutes accusations that it is anti-LGBTQ. Except that they are very pro-legislation that would uh, restrict hirings. Oh, wow. That would allow them to discriminate uh, when hiring people. Mm. So that's not true. <laughs> it's documented. And it's not only in this country, it's in other countries as well. Now, um, isn't that so curious? Like, do you know, Do you have you guys perused that book before? You read the Bible? Mm. There's a lot of things it says not to do. Of, yeah. It's a lot of like, why do we have we to do, key dude. on that? Well, like, my, so, like so it's probably like illegal to like build a fence if the sun's facing a certain way. Like, it might seriously. Be. What if it is? It, I guarantee you there's something along those lines. If you're supposed to send your woman to a cave when she's what, on her period, there's got to be more. <laughs> what if it's like that and then Trump get, builds his wall and then we realize that? What will the evangelicals do? I don't they'll find a way to skirt it. Like, <laughs> oh, that's the that's the bad part of the Bible. We don't that's the Jewish part. The Georgia <laughs> The Georgia-based company is increasingly expanding into more liberal areas. It recently yeah. opened restaurants in New York City. Since it privately held sales figures aren't public, but let's, recent research says Chick-fil-A has generated over nine billion dollars in let's sales. Let's be honest, recent research is gonna tell us if we saw it, Popeyes has been doing business. And business is good. Now, their good business might be impacting Chick-fil-A, right? I think... Or they just see a bunch of um, areas that they weren't so sure would succeed. Right. Hey, we where can we where can we make some money right now is what they're thinking. Okay, I think, yeah, right? I, think, I think if so anything... So maybe if we do something like this, now I'll believe it when I see it sure. with them. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Because um, I think what they do is normally it's a yearly basis. You decide which charities you're going to donate right. to. So, okay, well, if this is what you're going to be this year, we'll see. Let's see if you continue that as well. Or do you try and get sly and 
everything dies down a little bit. Right. Plus, how is your chicken going to taste as good without the hate? Oh, boy, here we go. That's, That's my degree. concern that for big, them. That was his biggest question, let's be honest. Without hate, how is it going to taste That's good? He does make some points. Because, some how mu- I mean, how much of their chicken, if that secret recipe is hate? Uh, it's a lot of it. Yeah, fifty percent at least, right? I would say seventy-five. Seventy. Okay, if you're going that high, then how is it going to taste? Well, what if it starts mm, not tasting as good? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, pickle doesn't even do it anymore. The pickle mm. doesn't even set off the flavors. Now, the pickle set off the hate. I think, if anything, the rise of Popeye's chicken sandwich with Popeyes. the attention that is received, people are looking for that wedge issue since the Question has been Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's. Damn, that sounds good, you ass. Oh. But the fact is they were, look, look, if you're trying to say why choose one or the other, social media has shown us that, well, one has been, uh, has a history of being anti-LGBTQ, the other not so much. Uh, and so folks are, it now, kinda, it kinda, now the clientele now, might now, yes, now, yes. Now that's a whole nother mm-hmm. question. That's but different, it, but it did expose a, uh, maybe a, a weak point for mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A. So this is Chick-fil-A maybe trying to close that gap. So that way, when it comes oh, down hey. to choosing between Popeye's and Chick-fil-A, you can just say, all right, Chick-fil-A, they, they stopped donating to hateful groups. And they food is good, and they have better customer service, uh-huh. and so they're trying to win the war. It, but uh, this is all because Popeyes, yeah. a sandwich, is changing the way we treat each other in this country. It also pissed some people off. Yeah, it's doing yeah. that too. Uh, ben Shapiro. Oh boy. Oh boy. He tweeted out: Chick Fil A has survived and thrived because they served everyone and refused to cater to the cancel culture. Now they've caved at the behest of the censorious left. Ooh, that's a good word. This is a terrible move and just the latest indicator that the center cannot hold. Now the next part is where I literally laughed out loud when I was reading it. A country in which we only eat at restaurants where we agree with the owner's politics when the owner's politics does not affect anything happening inside the restaurant is a country that cannot survive as a unified entity. That is the... Look, and I've said this before, I think he is uh, the conservative version of a person who they think is smart, but that is the <laughs> dumbest fucking thing I've ever it heard was in my so life. serious. That is, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I laughed so hard at it. I'm like, I laughed at how serious the tone was with it, because I was like, number one, you're not, you're not right, but number two, you really believe it. Like you really, be- and I was just, I could not stop. Like, I, mean, I always thought their downfall, and I had commented on this, that if, if, if it was going to be something like this, it would be that they opened on Sundays. That would be, I think, Like, imagine if they opened on Sundays, uh, what people would do. I think, but I think they, that's, I think that it's has to be the next Do you step. think this was their, their balance? Like, I think okay, it was. what do we do? Do we not donate to anti, you know, gay, anti, was it LGBTQ, mm-hmm. uh, Char- ch- charities that don't support them or do we open on Sundays? It's one or the other. And they decided they weren't going to open on Sundays and they were just going to try this at first. Mm. Now, if this doesn't work, you're left with nothing but opening on Sundays. I think they'll figure it out. Maybe. They seem to be doing okay. Just because they're efficient yeah, and they make a decent sandwich. Milkshake as well, I will say. I don't know if I've ever had a milkshake from there. It's been a while. I had, I have, I had stopped going. It's been there. like three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I've gone elsewhere. Okay, got it. You know, to be some ball of shit, if you was able to open up a Chick Fil A on a Sunday, if you were just able to, like, I'm going to Chick Fil A. I'm like, dude, it's, it's fucking Sunday. You can't go. I was like, I'm fucking. Fuck you, I'm going. I'm going. I'm a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I can go do it. And they open. Like, that's got to be some ball of shit, right? Mm. Yeah, I think it's a Don't, big power. Like that's a, that's a, that's a move. Like like, damn dog, where y'all going? Chick fil A, dude. It's twelve. Yeah. It's twelve on a Sunday, dude. They're not open. It's something Ari would have done for Vince <laughs> yes. and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Yo E, Vince! yo E, Chick fil A open on a Sunday. 
Oh, Ari loves his boys. Let's hug it out, bitch. And then whatever. In a Chick-fil-A. And, and then the whatever, like, weird athlete, like, Horace Grant would be in there because that somebody in the actual show owed Oh, you're silly, Robert Ori. Yeah. Why is Robert Ori hey. doing a cameo on Entourage? And then, hey, Vince, what's your favorite sandwich? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't act. Why did you put him in this? Why All right. My pleasure. Been hanging out with LeBron I'll show Jay. you your pleasure. That's a 10-year gap in age. They shouldn't even yeah. be friends. Why is LeBron and Jim Edmonds hanging out? That doesn't even make sense. LeBron's <laughs> 19. Jim Edmonds 34. What? Why would they be on a flight to Paris together? That is, that's, that's so romantic. random. It's romantic. Was, were they together? Was it LeBron? I thought it's it was. It's like LeBron and Jim, Jim Edmonds. Because it was like, oh, that's crazy. It's LeBron. And Jim Edmonds. Jimmy Ballgame and Entourage? Why is Jim Edmonds hanging out in LeBron's entourage and they're going to France? Some Somebody's manager or something they yeah. shared. I, I would say one more thing um, <clears throat> to Ben Shapiro when he talked about it not being unified at, at the end there. I would be more concerned that businesses are allowed not to serve people based on if they're lesbian gay or whatnot than someone choosing simply not to eat somewhere because of someone's political affiliation or what they're doing. I would be more concerned that businesses uh, use their religion to allow themselves not to serve people. I would think that would be more relevant than actually yeah, what's man, but happening that's, you here. You know, Shapiro, that's Rogan's boy, so what are you going to do? It certainly is a new dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I have another one. Don't give him what he wants. I have one other designation that they could do. Chick-fil-A could file for uh, religious exemption and become a tax, a non-taxable entity. Like an actual that's church. That's their other ascension. A church that serves a chicken. Church of chicken. That's church yeah. of chicken. That's all you we know do. What? Scientology. We just happen to sell Scientology food. Scientology is a they commercial real estate company. They can't call themselves than churches, Susan, for saying, well, hey, oh. we're church's chicken. We'll break this down after Oh, this. my we'll God. Yeah, you know, Actually, I would love that because then it might, the lawsuits that would ensue, mm. maybe it breaks down tax exemptions all over the place for all the... Oh, oh Chaos. If, uh, if you're is. looking for chaos, he is my love. <laughs> at 8:30 tonight, Gastro Pit on the Hill. Stop by Shaw and Kings Highway. We've got a great, great evening. <laughs> Get those laugh lungs ready, baby. Scott James, Matt Wayman, and Adam Thacker. Stop by, guys. 8:30. Plus, guys, there's a late night barbecue here. Or Gardner ate everything on the menu last week. Mm, not everything. Stop by. I enjoyed myself. Comedy on the Hill tonight, 8:30 p.m. Stop by. We'll take a quick break. Be right back.